Welcome to Evolve, Mastery for Leading a New World, with CEO and award-winning author, Yvette Bethel. This podcast is dedicated to supporting leaders with a variety of solutions to build trust, inspire authentic change, and improve morale within your organization. Learn how to grow your people, build your culture, and transform your results. Welcome to Evolve. Mastery for Leading a New World. I'm your host, Yvette Bethel, and this episode is about trusting HR employees, but not the department. This is an awkward dynamic that happens when persons within the HR department are liked or even admired and trusted as individuals. But for multiple reasons, the department they represent is not trusted. This can occur to HR departments for multiple reasons. One reason is because despite the fact that HR exists to provide services to the people who work for an organization, the department is measured by the business based on strategic goals that emanate from the board and executive team. Another reason HR departments may not be trusted is because they obtain feedback from staff and they don't put any measures in place to address the concerns raised. Then they go back to employees asking them to complete another survey, but they never even addressed the low-hanging fruit from the previous survey. Another dynamic which occurs that gives employees the impression the HR department cannot be trusted is favoritism. Managers and employees cozy up to HR power players, befriending them. They do this so they can get away with a tap on the wrist for inappropriate acts. What these HR power players can do is write a report that will divert attention away from the person being protected and refocus it on someone who's a secondary player who may be acting out because of the weak leadership of the person assigned to lead the team who's being protected. In situations like this, the HR manager or executive gives the appearance that corrective action is being taken by minimizing the favored person's contribution to the crisis, the one who's being protected, and exaggerating the contribution of the secondary players. And then... That same HR manager or executive smiles for the camera and says, what a great place this is to work. While persons witness a grave injustice orchestrated by the HR department. When the HR department is not trusted, but individuals within the department are, multiple off-the-record conversations happen. Persons will call HR representatives they trust, but because of abuse of power by persons higher up in the HR hierarchy, the HR representatives receiving calls of complaint are forced to listen to grave injustices, and then there's not much they can do about them. Because if these representatives mention anything to the HR executive or manager, A series of probing questions will ensue, trying to uncover who made the call. 
When this happens, the HR representative receiving the call is frustrated because she's only able to listen. That HR representative has to protect herself so she can be careful about how much she reveals. Otherwise, a personal attack may ensue. When this happens, the HR representative receiving the call is frustrated because she's only able to listen. That representative has to protect herself, so she has to be careful about how much she reveals. Otherwise, a personal attack may ensue. So the information remains off the record because no one is willing to put their head in the mouth of the lion who can bite them at any moment. When the HR department becomes an integral part of an organization's political culture, there's no room for trust. The trusted HR representatives are powerful listeners, but they have no voice, so they cannot represent persons who are lodging complaints. Instead, these concerns are filed in the proverbial, ever-expanding file called Off the Record. The HR representatives are trapped in an unwanted circumstance because some of them spent years building a reputation of integrity and honesty but they are part of a department where they are being affected by integrity-related blemishes that they have no control over. And they will probably follow their careers if they remain in the same department for too long. Sometimes the political machinations of the executives use the HR department to achieve their personal agendas. In circumstances like this, HR becomes a power tool used to reward persons who are loyal to the executive team while HR is powerless to do anything about bold displays of favoritism. To undo dynamics like these is no easy feat. The first step is for leaders to become aware of their contribution to the dysfunctional behavior. This information can be obtained within departments using engagement and 360 surveys. If the HR department has service-level agreements, the department can administer satisfaction surveys asking external stakeholders about trust and overall effectiveness of the department. Experience has shown that just because a survey provides results, it doesn't mean those results will be accepted or acted upon. If they are accepted, it's not enough for the leader to acknowledge their dysfunction and then attend a seminar. Habits can be neurologically hardwired. And so if they are acknowledged by leaders and they are committed to real change, this is a start. The next step is to hire someone who can not only model the desired behaviors, the same person should be able to hold their coworkers accountable to those behaviors. Habits are much harder to break for persons whose behaviors have become blind spots so fresh eyes are often useful. If an employee is stuck in an HR department that is not trusted and there are no signs of change, they should consider if that department is the right one for their career growth. If not, they can seek alternative employment. When persons bring off-the-record comments to HR, they really need help, but they don't know who they can trust for that help. What the trusted HR representatives can do 
is to brainstorm with the employees to provide paths they can take that will allow them to resolve the situation. Whether you trust your HR department or not, you will need to use them. So if the HR department continues to be not trusted, a rebranding effort is needed. And those who contribute to the distrust need to be advised of how they contribute to low trust. And if they reject the feedback and are unwilling to change, they may need to be removed. This applies to anyone contributing to the impaired brand of the HR department. Thank you for joining me at Evolve, Mastery for Leading a New World. Join me this and every Monday for a new episode. In the meantime, remember to always continue to evolve. Thanks for listening to Evolve, Mastery for Leading a New World. Visit YvetteBethel.com to learn more about Yvette's leadership programs and to download her free gift, Success Tips for Igniting Your Career.